Welcome to Boston Man Show with new head coach of the Minnesota Golden Gophers, Ben Johnson here with me. Coach Johnson, good to talk to you, buddy. How you doing today? I'm doing great, man. I appreciate you uh, having me on today. Good deal, Coach. Coach, I'm asking you about this, man. You're going back to Coach at your alma mater, man. Is the head the head coach after playing there, man? Being a assistant coach there. Now you're the head, man. How's it feel coming full circle now? Uh, it feels awesome. It's, it's kind of a surreal, you know, growing up here and seeing this program through all these different stages, playing here, then being an assistant coach here for five years and not being able to circle back and become the head coach is kind of crazy. I think if you would have told me that, you know, 20 years ago, that's, that was going to be the trajectory and the route, I would have said, you're nuts. Um, but like I said, to be here, I just want to do my part, uh, work hard every day, uh, develop, uh, you know, my staff, develop this roster and see what we can't do and, and defy the odds and do a lot of things that people probably don't think we can. And Coach, I'm asking you this, man, during your playing career, at what point did you say to yourself that you want to get into coaching and become a head coach eventually? I know, yeah. I always love to know, like, when was that point for you to say, hey, this is my path. I want to become a head coach eventually here after getting after playing all these years. You know, honestly, it was probably in high school, believe it or not. Um, you know, I just found a passion for the game. I had great teachers and mentors in high school that kind of uh, showed me what culture was all about. Um, and, and it really kind of drew me into the love of the game just beyond playing, whether that was X and O's, recruiting, developing relationships. And I knew it was a way to, to stay around the game. I didn't know how long I'd be able to play or how far it would carry me, but you always know if you're in coaching, you're, you're going to be able to still compete. And that was my biggest thing is I'm still able to find every day a way to compete, which, which in life can be hard. And not only compete, but compete doing something I have a lot of passion for and developing young men, which I have a lot of passion for. Uh, so it really worked out. And, and like I said, uh, I've had friends that I grew up with that were kind of coaches and we all pushed each other and kind of navigated the waters and, and it just fell into place, man. As I'm curious, it's Coach Johnson. How did you prepare to become a head coach? I know when I was a, a co-host, I was always preparing to be a host of a show. I got my own, my own show, how to do my own show. So how did you prepare to become a head coach when you was a coach as well? All these different guys you worked for over the years. I'm sure it was a lot like you. You know, you're just always paying attention to the people that, that was around you. So when I was a player, it was always paying attention to the coaches and everything they did, whether it was timeouts, huddles, team meetings, practice. You're always trying to, like, how do they move? How do they move in that area? You know, take mental notes. And then as I got into coaching as a GA, you know, even though I was at the, the, the low man on the total pole, it was always coming at it in my mind from an assistant coach's point of view. So I was always trying to pick their brain. How do they operate? How do they move? What made them a good assistant coach? You know, taking those mental notes. Then when I became an assistant coach, you know, as I've got further down the line, it was like, okay, let me pay attention to the head coach. You know, how was he in press conferences? How was he with donors, boosters? How was he with recruiting? When we, when we brought kids on campus, you know, how did he move in that space? And I was fortunate enough to be around a lot of good people. So my mental reps and my notes were, were pretty good. And it was just always thinking kind of for the job that you wanted and putting yourself in those shoes. And it wasn't any disrespect to the job I currently had or, you know, a position I currently held because I did a good job at that as best as I could. But it was always trying to put myself and think like my next move. So think like a head coach. And, and really for probably the past five years, I've been really fortunate in everything I've done to mentally be in that space so that now it's not as big of an adjustment because it's something I've been doing for, for like I said, the last five years. 
name here, Coach Johnson. I got the chance to become a host myself, man. Like, I've been all these years thinking about how I would have this question, how I would have booked this guest, and how I would do this. So when I got the main role, I felt good. Like, this, yeah. I, I've been here before. So I, I feel you all the way. I feel you all day. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, it's funny. It's like, yeah, I'm big in visualization. If you can visualize it over and over and over, when that opportunity comes, you have a lot bigger success rate, in my opinion, because you've kind of already mentally been there. You know, so I'm always talking to our players about visualizing success, right? Visualizing the made free throw, visualizing the the winning, you know, jump shot, visualizing success so that when it happens, you're not caught in that, oh, here we go moment. It's like, it's just natural. You flow through it because mentally you've already put yourself there and you've seen it work. And how was it getting been getting to meet your new guys, man? Because I know when a new head coach comes in, guys get a little leery and weary about is this guy really want me? Does he see me as his get not his guy? So how's it been getting to know these young men, been relationships with these young men and bonding with these guys who you have on your roster right now? Yeah, it's been great. And you're hundred percent right. You know, they don't know me. Um, you know, there there is a trust factor that continually every day you gotta try to chip away at and build, which I totally get. I understand, especially now with the with the transfer portal, you know, all of these kids have different options. And there's a lot of uh, kind of anxiety or unre- uneasiness to it when a head coach comes in because you do, you know, some guy, oh, he's not your guy or he's going to recruit all these guys over you. So, you know, what I try to tell them is, is, guys, like, I chose you, right? I want everybody in this room, if you're about the right stuff, to remain in this room and, and help us build. Uh, if guys aren't, I totally get it. You know, I don't want to put anybody in a, in a bad spot or a spot where they don't feel like they can be successful. But I just wanted to try to make sure they all knew that it's my job to kind of meet them halfway um, as the head coach and to, to explain my vision, explain my culture, to build the trust from, from myself to them. Because um, those little guys that, that, that I got, got to go out there and believe, got to go out there and do it. And so it's an everyday process and it's a lot of communication, a lot of phone calls, a lot of texts, a lot of Zooms. Since some of these guys aren't on campus yet, um, and it's just like it's a, just a daily process you got to do and you got to work through and navigate. It's like you're, you're kind of on my list. I'll ask you about the core values of your program that you want to build going forward, and what kind of foundation you want to set for these young men as they come to become golden gophers here. And when you're in your era, in the next few years, hopefully a long time you're there. Tell us about that, coach. Yeah, no core values are important. I think the biggest thing with core values is it gives guys something to, to stand on. Right. And in moments of adversity, like what do you fall back on? In moments of struggle, what are you holding on to that kind of pushes you through and keeps you on the up and up? Um, for, for us, there's three things. You know, it's trust. You got to be able to trust yourself. You got to be able to trust your teammates. You got to be able to trust the process. And you got to be able to trust me and my staff. And I think if guys have that trust and that belief, that can overcome a lot of fears and it can overcome a lot of negativities. You know, the, the, the second one is integrity. You know, we got, we got to have men and recruit men and, and surround our men with staff of, of guys that are full of integrity. And, and that's all the time. It's not just a sometime thing. It's an all the time thing, not just on the court, but socially, you got to be a, a person of integrity and having that habit of doing what's right, no matter the circumstance, no matter who's, who's watching, who's not watching, is the, is the cameras on, are they not? But developing that, because I think it pays back tenfold. If you do right, I think just the world has a funny way of repaying you. And I think we all got to understand, you know, A, we're all not that important. But B, it's like it's just the, the human, the humanity side of it. You know, oh, yes. we're all people. We all need to start thinking a little bit more about 
helping the person next to us, right? And then the last one is competitiveness. Um, you know, we've got to embody that fight, that, can, that, that competitive spirit in everything we do and make that a habit. Because I think like life is a competition. I don't care what line of work you're in. As you know, you get older, it's like that competition heats up. And if you get a family, that competition becomes real. And all of a sudden that family, you start having kids. Well, now it's, it's really real and it's game on. And we got to be able to help these guys mold their mindset to attacking each day and, and doing that through the good and the bad. Because we'd all love it to be, you know, sunshine and roses all the time, but we know that's not reality. So teaching these guys how to battle through and push through, you know, negativity or push through failures and know that that's okay, but be able to recover because life keeps coming. And if these guys aren't used to being able to, you know, falling down and picking themselves back up, life could be, life could be tough. And, and I want to prepare, prepare them as much as possible for all those challenges that might come their way. Yeah, because you want these guys to be great husbands and fathers and people in the community 40 years from now. Because basketball will stop eventually for these young men. So you want to set them up with a great structure to be great men and grow into great young men to help our world be better. Because as you know, Coach Johnson, our world is crazy right now. And we need as much positivity in this world as we can and positive forces to push our world forward and not backwards and not have a lot of things going on that's negative around us. Because I, I, I breathe positivity. I want positivity around me and in this show and who I talk to because positive energy it's, it's just, it's so infectious and it's so delightful for people to see and it gives them hope and that, that they, it can be a, a different thing, a change coming one one day. No question. I think you hit it on the head. It's contagious. You know, I think, you know, one little positive person or positive experience can, can impact and also now you got a ripple effect and hopefully you can bring people in and create that positive energy. And I think it's really easy to be negative. I think that's the cop out. That's the easy way to be. That's the easy way to go about things. I think it's a lot mentally tougher. You got to be a strong person to flip things and make it a positive. And, and I, I just love being around that type of energy because I think that's what produces success. You know, I, obviously we just got to learn how to navigate through the negative, but the more we can with our mind flip it and in and, and any type of situation, be able to look at it from a different angle and more of a positive angle and push through, I think that's when magic can really happen. And coach, in Minneapolis, been where you're at, you're in a great spot to recruit um, a deep base in the Midwest. Tell us about your plans there. Uh, how you gonna attack the Midwest there and get guys and national as well? Because Minnesota's a national brand. It's an easy flight from Atlanta, of course, up to Minneapolis. Yeah. So, guys in Georgia, you may want to take a look up there, Coach Johnson, please, to take a look at my at him. So, yeah, coach, tell us about your plans in that regard, man. Well, it's funny we actually had you know Nate Mason on our team when I coached here. Uh, I was from Georgia. Um, I worked at Xavier before I was here. And I don't know if you know Jonas Hayes. Yep. But Jonas Hayes is an Atlanta dude. I mean, he's he's so Atlanta, so Georgia. Uh, it's unbelievable. Uh, so I know there's great players. We had DeWan Odom on our team. So there's great players across the country. Now, obviously, you know, if we have a, a hot year in state, you know, we want to try and keep those good in-state players uh, home if we can. But if not, yeah, no, we're, we're going to take our brand across the country. I don't want to limit uh, where we're going to recruit and who we're going to recruit, as long as they're the right type of character kids that fit our system, fit our school, and fit our program. Um, I think that's the exciting part about building is you can kind of mold a team early into the identity and the culture that you want. 
But with that comes a lot of, you know, pressure in terms of you don't want to make mistakes, especially early. You want to fill that, that, that water glass with the right type of people, with the right culture that have the right values, because then you can really lay, you know, you lay that good foundation based off that, I think you, you, it takes off. Um, so we're going we're gonna to do a great job of not only in-state, but nationally just finding the right guys that fit our system and fit how we want to play. Coach Johnson, thank you for your time today, buddy. Hope to do this again with you real soon. You come down here to recruit, man. Look me up, man. Hope to get bring in studio down here, man. Get some Waffle House and some, some good spawn divots around here. Whatever you like, Coach, I got you, man. I, I'm the food customer of Atlanta, man. Jonas Long ain't got nothing on me, man. He ain't got nothing uh, on me, Coach. <laughs> I appreciate it, man. Thanks a lot for having me on. Coach, be good. Talk to you real soon, brother. Right. Be safe now. You too. Thanks, right. man. See you now. All right. See Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.